Welcome everyone. We have uh, an amazing subject tonight. Parsha Shemais. We are beginning Sefer Shemais. And uh, once again, we want to give a very big thank you and Yashukayach to Mishpacha Zakaim, to Dr. Zakaim, who once again are sponsoring Sefer Shemais, Lulia Nishmas, Rav Shloima Eliezer ben Rav Yaakov Zakaim, and Lulia Nishmas, Rivka Bas Tuvya Halevi. They should be a Melitzer Yisharim for their whole family. For Simcha Sanachas, Ad Biyaskoel Sadek. We thank them again for sponsoring this Sefer, as they've sponsored this farm for um, many years now. Tonight's Shir is sponsored by my good friend, Rabbi Goldstein, upon the occasions of his son, Rivi Tamalki, Mazotov, the Shidos Al Oila Yafazain. They should be Zaycha Livnoi Spais Nam Vyasol Hashem Teferes, Mazotov, Mazotov. Also, tonight's shir is sponsored anonymously. Look covered the shir and all the participants. Okay, we have a big oilam tonight. We have an amazing subject. First of all, look covered Sefer Shemais. The new Sefer came out. Sefer Magad on Shemais. Can you imagine the coincidence? It's Shemais now, and the Sefer is on Shemais. Imagine if the Sefer would have been about Lagboimer. It wouldn't have been timely, but it's about Shemais. And we start Shemais in a few days. So, if you didn't get it yet, it's available here, or rabbidg.com, or better sparum stores. So um, somebody did um, discussed it in an interview today. They wanted to know, does that mean that sparum stores, some sparum stores are better than other sparum stores, because it's only available at better sparum stores? The answer is, of course, any sparum store that carries the safer is a better sparum store. If it doesn't carry the safer, it's not a better. I see not everyone's used to my sense of humor yet. Takes time. You can't pick it up in one share. Okay, here we go. Sefer Shemais. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu appears to Moshe Rabbeinu. And he says, Moshe, we have a big uh, job. We have a big mission. You have to take Klal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. I want you to go to Paroi, and I want you to tell Paroi that we're out of here. We're going to take Klal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim. And even though the Pasuk says that for three days HaKadosh Baruch Hu was discussing it with Moshe Rabbeinu, However, Chazal say it took seven days. And on the seventh day, Moshe Rabbeinu said, No, I don't want to go. Send someone else. Vayoymer, bi Hashem, shlach no tishlach. Please send it in the hand of the one who you send. So the question is, who was Moshe Rabbeinu deferring to? Who did Moshe Rabbeinu want that the Jewish people should take, uh, who did Moshe Rabbeinu want to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? In other words, who is the backup? Who did Moshe Rabbeinu think was more qualified than him? So Rashi says in his second shot, anyone, not me. Anybody's better for the job, not me. You could do it, he could do it. Anybody else, I'm the least qualified person to do it. Rashi says in his first shot, Aroin. Because Aroin was already a Navi. Does anybody know how many years earlier than Moshe Rabbeinu was Aroin a Navi? 80 years. Aaron's been doing this his whole life. You know, from the day Moshe Rabbeinu was born, Aaron was already a Navi. At age three, Aaron was a Navi. When Moshe Rabbeinu was put in the Yamsuf, Vihine Nar Boicha, who is the Nar who was Boicha? Not Moshe. Baal says Aaron was crying. Aaron was crying. And in the merit of that, the Medrash Tanchuma says, Already at three years old, Aaron was saying Nevuah. Say what? 
not in Shemois, but you forgot. Does anybody know where Aaron's Navua is recorded? Rashi says, Sefer Yecheskel. In Sefer Yecheskel, there's a Navua that somebody came to Kalah and said, get rid of your Avodah Zara, get rid of your idols. We don't know who said it. It was Aaron. Aaron at three years old was a Navi. Aaron was a seasoned prophet. And then at 80 years old, Hashem comes to Moshe. Moshe said, what do you want from me? Aaron's been doing this for 80 years. Where do I come into this? So that's how Rashi learns. Who remembers Targum Yonis and Menuziel? Targum Yonis and Menuziel says that, Hashem, that Moshe Rabbeinu said, Shlach no biyad pinchos da'ostid l'meshtalcha b'soif yonaya. Send Elio Anabi. He's going to redeem the Jewish people in the end of days. Let him take us out of Egypt. However, there is an incredible medrash of Oisi Oisi Rabbi Akiva. Says the medrash. At that moment, Moshe Rabbeinu saw the mazel of Rabbi Akiva in a special partition that he was sitting and he was darshaning the letters of the Torah. Every crown of every letter. For every crown he had 365 interpretations. So he was frightened and he was trembling. And Moshe Rabbeinu said, I cannot imagine there could be such a God of Torah that he could have 365 interpretations in one crown. I don't know Torah compared to him. Send Rabbi Akiva! Send Rabbi Akiva to take us out of Mitzrayim. That's how the Medrash learns. What, what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm taking the, the Bnei Yisrael of Mitzrayim. He has 365 perushim on one tag. I, yeah, right. One problem is he ain't around. One minor, m- minor problem. But how did Rashi come to Rabbi Akiva? Rashi didn't. It's a Medrash. Based on what? It wasn't Nopamatria or anything? I can only give you the available information is Moshe Rabbeinu saw the greatness of Rabbi Akiva. He said, that's the man for the job. By the way, the Medrash Hagadol says, Shlach Tishlach. When Hashem appeared to Moshe in the burning bush, He showed him all the leaders of all the generations, all the Parnasim, all the Chalkolim, all the philanthropists, all the Rabbanim, all the Tzadikim, until he saw Rabbi Akiva. Moshe said, ah, he's the man. So the question is, why Rabbi Akiva? Why should Rabbi Akiva take us out of Mitzrayim? There are a lot of great Tzadikim. Why not Rabbi Shaila of Karastir? Maybe he should take us out of Mitzrayim. You know? Why not, I don't know, Azriel? I'm sure you could think of someone who could be qualified for the job. Why? Me. Azriel. <laughs> Why Rabbi Akiva? What does Rabbi Akiva have to do with the Yitzhi Yitzhi? Now we know there's a similar Gemara. The Gemara says that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shemaim to receive the Torah, he saw Kadesh Baruch Hu was tying crowns on the letters of the Torah. He said, This is uh, incredible. This is phenomenal. So Hashem said, No, you should know there will be somebody at the end of many generations. His name is Akiva ben Yosef. He's going to darshan every single thorn and crown. He says, Shalom, I want to see him. So Moshe Rabbeinu puts Hashem uh, puts Moshe Rabbeinu in the back row of the base medrash, and he sees on the screen Rabbi Akiva giving shear, and Moshe Pasha did not understand the shear. Now that has to be explained. 
how could we say Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the greatest Rebbe and Talmud Chacham in the history of Jewish people, did not understand the Shir of Rabbi Akiva? Until somebody asked Rabbi Akiva Shaila, and Rabbi Akiva said, you know what, good question, there's no answer. Halacha l'Moshe Misinai. Moshe felt better. Okay, at least I'm still relevant. You know, that's, that's the buzzword. At least I'm still relevant. So, Moshe Rabbeinu said, Rebani Shalaylam, you have somebody like this, why am I giving the Torah? Rabbi Akiva should give the Torah. And Hashem said, quiet! This was my decision. I don't want to hear another word. So the Gemara doesn't say that Moshe wanted Rabbi Akiva to take us out of Mitzrayim. But the Medrash does say that, Hashem, that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted Rabbi Akiva to give the Torah. And that's very interesting. So we're coming uh, closer to Pesach. And in the Haggadah we say, Ve'ilu lo'yhoitzea kadosh baruch ha'sav mitzrayim. Harayonu, uvanenu, uvanevanenu, meshubadim ha'yinu, le'faroi b'mitzrayim. Had God not taken us out, we would have been enslaved to Paroi. Va'afilu kulanu chachamim, kulanu nevoinim, kulanu zekeinim, kulanu yodim asatayra. Even if we're all wise, we're all men of understanding, we're all elders, we all know the Torah. Mitzvah aleinu l'saper b'yitzis mitzrayim. V'chal ha'mar b'l'saper b'yitzis mitzrayim harezeh meshubach. This is one of the most peculiar lines in the entire corpus of Torah Shabbat Peh. What does this mean? Even if we're all wise, we still have to be m'saper b'yitzis mitzrayim. You ever hear Gemara? Even if you're a big tzaddik, and even if you're very wise, you still have to sit in the sukkah. Even if you're very smart and you're a big chassid, you still have to put on tefillin. What does one thing have to do with the other? What is the fact that you know the Torah? Why would that exempt you from relating the events of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? Marv Rabbi trivia question. How many times in Chamisha Chamshe Torah does it say Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? How many times in the five books of Moses does it talk about leaving Mitzrayim? Comes Tikkunei Zayar. I'm sure you know this. Tikkunei Zayar says 50 times in the Torah it talks about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Comes the Vilna Gain in his parish on Tikkunei Zayar and the Vilna Gain says, what do you mean? There are 90 times. Says the Vilna Gain, the Zayar is only counting the times that Hashem said to Moshe, to tell B'nai Yisrael, I'm going to take them out. We're not counting the discussion of the subject of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We're not talking about, Hashem says, do this mitzvah in order to remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We're only counting the 50 times Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu to, ta- to tell B'nai Yisrael that, uh, that he's going to take them out. Now, 25 of them are in the first four books. 25 of them are in Devarim. The way the Vilna Gaon says it, 25 in the words of Hashem specifically and 25 in the words of Moshe Rabbeinu. However, the Vilna Gaon says Parshas Balak is grouped together with Sefer Devarim because Parshas Balak is not the words of Hashem directly, it's the words of Moshe Rabbeinu similar to Sefer Devarim. We once explained this gra in a shir on Parshas Balak, Ayin Sham. From the Gra in his commentary to the Sefer Or Yahel. Okay, so now we're learning the Torah talks about Yitzhak Mitzrayim 90 times, but 50 times Hashem tells 
Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Bnei Yisrael that he's going to take us out. Another idea. How long were we in Mitzrayim for? 210, very good. How long were we supposed to be there? 400. Had we been there a moment longer, we would have fallen to the uh, proverbial point of no return. The Shar Nun, what they call, the 50th gate of Tumah. The point of no, you ain't coming back, it's like, you know, I don't know what, the spiritual Bermuda Triangle. You fall into the 50th gate of Tumah, there's no, it's, there's no coming back. Why? Why is there no coming back if you fall into the Shar Nun? What is it about the Shar Nun that you can't come out? Did anybody ever come out of the Shar Nun? Yes. Who? We're going to see. Why can't you come out of the Shar Nun? Next question. What Shar are we in today? Are we in the Shar Nun today? Probably. Whoa. <laughs> are we in the Shar Nun? I don't like the sound. Mm, very likely. Could you come out of the Shar Nun today? Yeah. So then why couldn't they come out of the Sharna? Okay. So let us um, let us analyze this. We now come to the great revelation of Maran Goin Uzenu, Rabchaim Yosef David Azulai. Rabchaim Yosef David Azulai the Khida. So we visited the Khida recently in Eretz Yisrael, and more recently we visited Rabbi Avram Azulai. Rabbi Abraham Azulai was one of the all-time great Mikubalim, a very, very, very distant relative of the Chida. Now, I'm not talking about the Chida's great-great-grandfather called Rabbi Abraham Azulai. He's the Chesed Li Abraham. I'm talking about Rabbi Abraham Azulai of Morocco. Rabbi Abraham Azulai of Morocco was the personal Mikubal of the Arachayim HaKadosh. Okay? So if you're the Mikubal of the Arachayim HaKadosh, you know your stuff. The Arachayim went to him for Kameos. The Rechaim HaKadosh writes about the power of the Kameos of Rabbi Avram Azulai, the distant relative of the Chida. The Chida was a student of, Rabbi, of the Rechaim HaKadosh. And this Avram Azulai was a Rebbe of the Rechaim HaKadosh. I want to tell you a Chidosh that the Chida says in his Haggadah Pesach called Simchas Haregel. This Haggadah is very dear to me. This is a Haggadah my grandfather brought over from Europe. And the Chida number 13 quotes Rabbi Yosef David. Rabbi Yosef David. Why did Hashem have to take out of Mitzrayim 190 years early? The answer is because if we would have been there a moment longer, we would have fallen into the Shar Nun, the 50th level of Tumah. And if we fall into the Shar Nun, Chas V'Shalom, Tukuma, there's no way out. Why? Why is there no way out of the Shar Nun? The answer is very simple. Because who's going to take you out? In order to get out of the Sharnun of Tumah, you need someone on the Madriga of Sharnun of Kedusha. Moshe Rabbeinu was not on the level of Sharnun of Kedusha. He was on Memtes. It's a Beferish Gemara in, in Rosh Hashanah. I think the Afyur Aleph, the Gemara says, Chamishim Sharei Bina Nivru Ba'ilam, the 50 gateways of wisdom. V'chulam nitnu l'Moshe Chosar Achas. They were all given to Moshe except for one. Shenemar, Batechasreyu, Ma'ad Me'elekim. 
he made him a little bit less than Elohim. The Shla learns Aleph from Elohim. One, Moshe Rabbeinu was missing one level. Okay? Moshe Rabbeinu was on the Shar Memtes. So if you're on the 49th level, you can't drag someone out who's on the 50th level of Tumah. Because you need the 50th level of Kedusha. Moshe Rabbeinu was only on the 49th. So if you're on level 49, you can only pull out of 49. You can't pull out of 50. So if we would have fallen to the 50th level of Tumah, Moshe Rabbeinu was like, guys, you know... I'm a lifeguard. I can only, I can only, you know, swim down 49 feet. I can't swim down 50 feet. So Moshe Rabbeinu was on the 49th level of Kedusha. He could only pull us out. If we have remained there a moment longer, point to no return. By the way, did Moshe Rabbeinu ever have the Sharnun? The Arizal says yes. And the Arizal proves it from that very Gemara. Because it says 50 were created... They were all given to Moshe except one. So then they weren't all given to Moshe. Okay, I'm going to give you a million dollars minus 999,999. I mean, don't talk that way. If I want to give you a dollar, let's say I want, thank you for coming to the shirt tonight. Everyone's going to be given a million dollars minus 999 dollars, 999,000 dollars, 999 and 99 cents. So I'm I'm giving you a penny. So why would the Gemara says they were all given to Moshe except for one? The answer is they were all given to Moshe. And that's what the Pasuk means, says the Shla. Vayal Moshe. Excuse me. Vayidaber Hashem al Moshe es kol hadvarim. 50. Kol is 50. But by the Cheir Ho'egel, he went back down to 49. Hashem said, Lech, raid. Go down from Lech. Go down from 50 to 49. But on the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu, Vayal Moshe Me'ar Vois Mo'yav Mo'yav is 49 Elhar Nun Boy Elhar Nevoy So Moshe Rabbeinu is going back and forth between 49 and 50 But as we're going to see probably that just means every level has 50 levels Moshe Rabbeinu had one level of the 50th level So even Moshe when he had the 50th level he had one of the levels of the 50th level did anyone in the history of the world have the 50th level of Kedusha? Yes, Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva had the 50th level of Kedusha. How that's possible when it seems to be fly in the face of one of the 13 principles of faith, that there was never a prophet like Moshe, it must be, this is not a level of prophecy, this is a level of Torah. I, Rabbeinu Yoyna, says that just like Moshe Rabbeinu excelled in Humility, likewise, he excelled in every possible imaginal character trait. Somehow, this Kabbalistic teaching must be consistent with that. How? I can't tell you. I don't know. Who says that Rabbi Kiva had the 50th level of Tumah? The students of the Arizal. Not a, not a school. Of Kedusha? Who says Rabbi Kiva had the 50th level of Kedusha? The Gurei Ho'Arizal quoted by the Chida. Therefore, if Rabbi Akiva would have taken us out of Mitzrayim, it wouldn't have been such a rush job. We could have hung out there a little bit longer, fallen even lower, become more Tameh, fallen to the 50th level, and Rabbi Kiva would have come in, given a shear, and yanked us out. So the fact that it was rush job is only because Moshe Rabbeinu took us out of Mitzrayim. But if Rabbi Kiva would have taken us out of Mitzrayim, we could have hung out for 490 years. Now here we are, we're wallowing in Egypt. Guys, get out of there! You're going to fall on the point of no return! 
we're hanging out there in you know the bad places. We could have said, God, give us another 190 years here. Let, let's soak it in. Let's take it in, and we'll bring Rabbi Akiva to clean up the job. So therefore, says the Chida in the name of Rabbi Yosef David, Afilu kulanu yoidim es Akiva. You would think if you knew the Torah like Rabbi Akiva, you don't have to talk about Yitzias Mitzrayim. What's the great, what's the great Yeshua of Yitzias Mitzrayim? That Hashem took us out like that, early, rush job. But if you're a man like Rabbi Akiva, Hashem wouldn't have had to take you out right away. You could have hung out there longer. So Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was not a big deal. So if Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was not a big deal, maybe you don't have to talk about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. It wasn't such a great miracle. You didn't need God to come in and yank you out in the last second. So the Chidosh is, even if you know the Torah, like Rabbi Akiva, and in fact, right after that, the Haggadah brings, Maisa, Rabbi Akiva, even Rabbi Akiva talks about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. That's step one. If you look at number 12, the Chida brings in that according to this, we understand the Tikkunei Zayar, why in the Torah it says Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim 50 times. Because it had a yank us out of the 49 levels of Tumah. So the Chida asks, well then it, should, it only needed to say Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim really 49 times. So he says, well, Probably we fell to the 49.1th level of Tumah, so we needed 50 Koychos of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to take us out. And probably Moshe, when we say he was missing the 50th, he probably had a little bit of the 50th in order to yank us out from the 49.1th level of Tumah. That's what the Chida writes. And that explains Tikkunei Zayar, that it says Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim 50 times. Ah... Now we understand, says the Chida, in the name of his great father. The Chida's father was Rabbi Yitzchak Zerachia, who he refers to as Ateres Roishi Abba Mari. By the way, the yard site of the Chida's father, what's today's date? Yerches, now it's Yates. What's today? Yates, right? Right now, Yates. Tonight, yeah. Friday was, uh, so, so Friday night was, uh, it's, it's my grandmother's yurt site. It's Azul's grandmother's yurt site. What's your grandmother's yurt site? Yurt test. Tonight. Are you sponsoring the shear? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like anybody, it's not like I'm putting you on the spot or anything. But, so Azriel's grandmother's yurt site is your test. So tomorrow, so um, the Chida's father's yard said is Chaf Gimel Teves. Shabbos and uh, a Friday days. is the yard side of the Rambam, right? Um, Chaf is the yard side of the Rambam. In any event, says the Chida in the name of his illustrious father, Yitzchak Zerachia. Now we understand why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted Rabbi Akiva to take us out of Mitzrayim. Why? Hashem comes to Moshe. Moshe, hurry! Run to Paroi! Tell Paroi, we gotta get out quick! We only have a few months to get out of Mitzrayim, otherwise the Jewish people are gonna fall to the Memtashari, the, the Nunshari Tumah. Moshe Abinah says, What's the rush? Hashem says, Because they're gonna fall to the point of no return. Hashem says, I have a great idea. I'll take it easy. The Jews, let them stay there 400 years, and then bring Rabbi Kiva in to close it out. Rabbi Kiva could take them out of Mitzrayim. 
That's why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted Rabbi Akiva to take us out of Mitzrayim because he says, Hashem, why, why the hurry? What's the rush? Now, if I take them out, it's, they're going to be carrying dough out of Mitzrayim. They're not going to have time for it to rise. They're going to have to eat matzah. You know, it's going to cost like $90 a box. Get Rabbi Akiva. It will be a much less expensive yomtif. If Rabbi Akiva takes us out of Mitzrayim, there's no matzah. Now, how much money Klai Yisrael is going to save? says, why should I take them out with the rush? Let's do without the rush. And uh, it will be an easy job. In fact, says the Chidah, based on the Chidah of my father, you could be Maramis. The Rashi Tevais, Shlach Na Biyad Tishlach, is Nun Shin Beis Taf, which stands for Nun Shari Bina. Nun Shari Bina Taf. And then we could be here 400 years. No, okay, you got that? Shlach na biyad tishlach. Nun shin beiz tough. We're just switching it. Shlach na biyad tishlach. Rashi tevais nun shin beiz tough. Nun shari bina tough. We could be there for 400 years. And then the chida adds, the soyfei tevais of shlach na biyad is echad. Who died saying echad? Rabbi Akiva. What do you have to have Rabbi Akiva be in a later generation? That man who's going to die saying, Echad, let him take us out of Mitzrayim. So I ask a simple question. Why would Moshe Rabbeinu refer to Rabbi Akiva with Echad? We know who Rabbi Akiva is, but why in this context refer to him as Echad? Says the what proof is there that Rabbi Akiva knew the 50th level of Kedusha? Look at number 9. Says a chida, there's a pasuk in Eiv. It says, look at number nine. V'chal yikar ra'asa inai, and all the glory his eye saw. Says the medrash. Dvarim shaloi niglu lemoisha niglu the Rabbi Akiva. That which was not revealed to Moshe was revealed to Rabbi Akiva. What's the proof? V'chal yikar ra'asa inai. He saw everything. Zeh Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva saw everything. Even what Moshe Rabbeinu didn't see. Says the Chida, the, the Remez is, Koyal is 50. The Choyal, 50? Rasa Enai, Rabbi Akiva saw, even though Moshe Rabbeinu did not see it. Therefore, says the Chida, we could say that's why Hashem wanted uh, Rabbi Akiva, that's why Moshe wanted Rabbi Akiva to take us out of Mitzrayim. Because if Rabbi Kiva takes us out, there's no rush. He could even drag us out of the 50th level of Tumah. By the way, says our Achayim HaKadosh in this week's Parsha, something Oyoim Benoira. He says, Why did Hashem wait to the last second until we fell into the 49th level of Tumah, and they said, oh, quick, get him out! You know, you know. some people love to wait till the last second. You know, they wake up, oh, the last second? Okay, now let's get it done. Why couldn't Hashem make things a little bit more relaxed, less stressful? We'll, we'll go to the 46th level of Tumah, and then take us out. Why, Mamish, did he have to wait until, until the brink? So Rechaim HaKadosh says something amazing. He says, the point of Yitzhak Mitzrayim was to get out all the sparks of Kedusha that were lost in Mitzrayim. 
Everything in this world has a spark of Kedusha. Even a table has a spark of Kedusha, otherwise it couldn't exist. Even Tumah has a spark of Kedusha, otherwise the Tumah couldn't exist. So we had to get out every last spark, including the spark of the first level of Tumah, second level of Tumah, third level of Tumah, fourth level of Tumah. So Hashem had to wait until we fell to the 49th level of Tumah so we could go into the 49th level of Tumah and get out the spark of Kedusha on the 49th level of Tumah. Because otherwise we're not going to finish the job. So Archaim says, so why didn't Hashem wait until we got to the 50th level of Tumah to get out that spark? He says, because he can't come out of it. But says Archaim HaKadosh, that was before the Torah was given. But once the Torah was given, the Torah has the capacity to get you out of the Sharnun. And therefore, La'asud Lavai, things are going to wait until we fall until the Sharnun, so we could get out the Kedusha even in the Sharnun. So, are we in the Sharnun today? Let's hope, let, let's hope it can't get any lower. Let's hope that that we're living in uh, the Sharnun. We hopefully yank out whatever Kedusha is there and we'll call it a day. So this is the amazing approach of the Chida that the reason why HaKadosh Baruch Hu deferred to Rabbi Akiva is because Rabbi Akiva could yank us out of the Sharnun. If he yanks us out of the Sharnun, then it's not such a rush, and we could stay there 400 years. The Chida in number 12 in the Sefer Dvash Lafi, he brings that the Sharnun has 50 Sha'arim, and Moshe knew one of the 50 Sha'arim of the Sharnun. And according to this, it makes sense that we know Gulas Mitzrayim was from the 49 levels of Bina. But why does the Zayar say that it needed, it, it says 50 times Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim to teach that the Gula was with the Nun Sharim of Bina, but it, it was only 49? The answer is because you need a little bit of the Shar Nun in order to get us out of the 49 levels of Tuma and a little bit, but Rabbi Akiva even knew the 50th level of Tuma. Okay, here is our humble addition to this approach of the Chida. Why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted Rabbi Akiva to take us out of Mitzrayim. And why Moshe Rabbeinu refers to Rabbi Akiva as Shlach Na Biyad Echad, referring to the great and tragic death of Rabbi Akiva. Why did Rabbi Akiva die saying Echad? Why did Rabbi Akiva have to die so tragically? Do you remember the Gemara Menachos of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu's conversation with the Rebbe Hashem about Rabbi Akiva was not over? Because Hashem, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says to Hashem, Hashem, you showed me the Torah of Rabbi Akiva, show me his char. So Hashem shows that Rabbi Akiva's flesh was being raked with combs of iron. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, Zu Torah v'zu schara. Hashem says, Shh, quiet! Kach Allah b'machshava l'fanai. So we learned a very long time ago, namely last week, now what does the Gemara mean? This was my machshava, that Rabbi Akiva was punished for his machshava. What was the machshava of Rabbi Akiva? Who was Rabbi Akiva? Shemayim. 
Rabbi Akiva was a Gilgal of Shemayim. That's what we learned last week. I put it on the sheet again. The Ramami Pano learns that way. Megal Amukais learns that way. That the Asara Haruge Malchus came back to this world to rectify the sale of Yosef. And who was most responsible for the sale of Yosef? Shemayim. And therefore, who suffered the worst death of the Asara Haruge Malchus? Rabbi Akiva. Because since Shimon was the one who said, Hine bal and Shimon was the one who threw him into the pit, so Rikiva had to come back to this world to rectify Shimon. So who's responsible for Klai Yisrael going down to Mitzrayim? Shimon. Shimon sent us down to Mitzrayim. In other words, you want to know, why did the Jewish people go into Mitzrayim? Because Shemayin sold Yosef. Now, why wasn't Shemayin punished then? Because we said, at a time of Midas HaRachamim, Hashem doesn't punish for Machshava. Only later on in history, at the time of the Churban, Hashem punished Shemayin in the guise of Rabbi Akiva. What would have been if Shemayin would have said, that's it, I don't want to have to come back. I want to take care of this right now and I don't want to have to suffer the fate of Rabbi Akiva. So he would have, uh, he would have taken care of the job and Rabbi Akiva wouldn't have had a die saying Achad. So Moshe Rabbeinu looks into the future. He sees the great Rabbi Akiva. He says, this man, he should give the Torah. So God said, no, he can't get the Torah. I decide you're going to give the Torah. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, at the very least, let him finish off the job. Let him take a man of Mitzrayim. He's responsible for us going down to Mitzrayim in the first place. So let him rectify the job and let him take us out. So B'dechilu Urechimu, another element of why Moshe Rabbeinu was suggesting that Rabbi Akiva take us out of Mitzrayim is based on the whole Maracha that we learned last week that Rabbi Akiva was the Gilgal of Shemayin and that is why Rabbi Akiva was doyresh every S in the Torah because Vayoitze Alehem S Shemayin, Vayel Chulirais S Psoinavihem. This was in his blood from Shemayin. So Moshe Rabbeinu is suggesting that let Rabbi Akiva take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim. And in that case, he refers to him as Shlach Nabiyad. He's saying, Spear Rabbi Akiva of that fate of Echad where he died, saying Echad on his lips. Let him take us, let him take them out now. And perhaps that, uh, he would have been able to fulfill his tikkun that way. In any event, as we see, Rabbi Akiva again makes another appearance in Sefer Shemais. If you look, Kemar, in every single parsha, be it in Vayishlach, because there's a shita we didn't discuss that Rabbi Akiva's neshama was in Shechem ben Chamar. <laughs> and according to the opinion that he was Shemayin, and now again, Moshe Rabbeinu is suggesting that Rabbi Akiva takes Klal Yisrael out of Mitzrayim, and if he did, we would have even been able to fall to the Shar Nun. Okay, Marv Rabbeinu, that's what I got for you this week. I wish you all a wonderful rest of the week. Rav Baslacha, all the best. Rav Chanani Menachem and Ratzah Kolish Baruch Lozakos Yisrael. Lefikah Chirblam Tayr Mitzvah Shenemar Adin Erchafitz Man Tzikai Yagdil Tarvi Adir.